Let's bring in Dan Romanoff, equity analyst at Morningstar, to talk all about some of these cloud stocks that have certainly been in focus. Uh, we have some of your top picks and names to discuss. Can when you first paint the picture so people, when they think about cloud stocks, they understand how important they are for the next decade and why these really should be some top picks for the portfolio? Yeah, sure. So we're talking about a market that is loosely $100 billion right now. And in the United States, that's pretty much dominated by two companies, Microsoft and Amazon. So that's a lot of annual revenues that are sort of recurring to both of those firms. And the trend is that that the cloud is sort of outsourcing all of the infrastructure needs that an enterprise has. So you're looking at all of those data centers and all of those server closets being outsourced to basically one of two companies, you know, maybe Google, maybe a, maybe a fourth player in there with Oracle or IBM. But you're talking about a market that's going to be hundreds of billions of dollars in just a few years. So the market opportunity is enormous. So that's why it's important, I think, for investors to keep an eye on this segment. And I know some of your top picks, you mentioned Microsoft and Amazon being the big revenue generators and recurring revenue, which is such a big point that you made there. Um, ServiceNow would be a top pick also, right? These three are your favorite. And is that because of the position or the growth potential? Uh, certainly, with if you're looking at public cloud, you have to be considering Amazon and Microsoft. Uh, you know, there's different different things going on at both companies. ServiceNow is a little bit different, and that's more of a true software company. Uh, you know, they obviously have a platform for development engine, uh, stuff like that. So they're sort of playing in a different market. You know, no one, I don't think, thinks of them as a, you know, a public cloud provider per se. But when you expand the definition a little bit to SaaS companies as well, which you know ultimately is sort of a public cloud play, uh, ServiceNow definitely floats to the top of uh, you know of our preferred stocks list. So when you look at some of the other names, um, you mentioned, uh, right, Google or Oracle or IBM. Salesforce would come to mind. I know you wrote some notes on Salesforce recently. Tell me a little bit about where Salesforce fits in. Yeah, so Salesforce has become a trusted partner for sort of, uh, you know, pushing their or pulling their customers along to, uh, you know, a modern software architecture. Uh, they. They touch all elements of customer, which is basically the revenue generating aspect of any business. So it's really important software for an enterprise. Uh, and Salesforce has been a trusted partner to help guide those customers along. So uh, of course they're gonna report earnings Wednesday after the close. Uh, you know, I think the quarter itself is gonna be fine. Um, and I don't worry too much about that, but you know, we think this is a really a wide moat business. We think that there, you know, it's $25 billion or more in revenue. This is all recurring revenue at this point. So uh, it's a very attractive asset. And in the case of Salesforce, you just had the Slack acquisition close. So, so here again, I think that you have a, a tremendous market um, with the addition of Slack and you have all these margin expansion opportunities as well. Typically what we've seen with Salesforce I, is when yeah. they do these, bigger deals, uh, you know, as soon as that deal actually closes and then the next couple of quarters, the stock really starts to work again because those larger deals tend to turn investors off uh, when they're first announced. And most of your price targets, right, show that these stocks are somewhat undervalued. You think they have growth potential. So on the other side of the coin, if there are some headwinds, do you think those would just be temporary? 
Uh, I mean, just all, all of these names we're talking about are benefiting from a digital transformation wave. You saw yeah. as, as everyone went into lockdowns, you had to work from home, you had all these remote work enabling tools uh, and some of the legacy software systems in place just really couldn't deal with the, the stresses that were being put on them. So uh, it's unleashed a wave of investment. And I think this is a multiple year sort of wave that's coming. Uh, all the companies we're talking about are benefiting from now. And I suspect that you have several years of really strong growth. And again, as you're adding these revenues, they're recurring. It's every year, you know, you're going to get the same revenues, if not more. So uh, the models are really compelling. And uh, yeah, the stocks are sort of undervalued by a little bit, but you know they just blow away numbers quarter after quarter in this environment. The demand is really surging. And the transformation that we'll see going forward, as you're saying, it'll be interesting to see if they have any mergers or acquisitions or things like that. We'll continue to have you back, Dan, because I love this conversation. Thank you, Dan Romanoff, equity analyst over at Morningstar. Thanks, Dan.